everyone, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kyle, and today I have a very special guest because Kim is under the weather. Matt from Reality Gaze, thank you so much for being with us. Whoa, I didn't, I didn't expect to be here. This is a surprise. I mean, whoa, I didn't. Listen, I, I, I shaved my butthole for this, for your yummy, Kyle. For your yummy, what? yummy. Last night I got fertilized. I got the fertilizer. The fertilizer. Um, I love that African ingredient. The it, African I was ingredient. not prepared for that. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. Thank you. Uh, oh, Kimberly. Here, who knew Kimberly would be the comic relief of Happily Ever After? She was this entire episode. They were both great. I'm so glad to see Usman, 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 and. He he's a delight. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I think a lot of people. I'm sure you did too. Rolled their eyes when Kimbali was back so soon, but they're great. They're they're so entertaining. This episode, it's it's absolutely I absurd. It. I can't wait for them to buy a cow. <laughs> We're totally gonna buy a cow after in a second. Why? Um, I you know Jake is my my podcast partner. Jake is he is. I don't know what it is. He needs to fix something about Kimberly triggers him. So he goes more in. But I'm kind of at this point, I just feel like both of them know what they're getting into. Both of them yeah. know what this is about. And I'm like, sure. I'm now I will say there's big news that Kimbali has a new body spray out there. And wait, like she's she's Selling this as yeah, a yeah, it's a new body spray. It's a new body spray, uh, and it's is it called it's, Fertilizer by Kimbali. <laughs> it is by Kimbali. It is Kimbali. Like that's her her brand name. I will Great. say though, it's on her Instagram. I tried to buy like ten bottles of that shit to like because I wanted to take around to our live shows that's coming up to like give to people, and the website is down. And I think no. my, I think, oh. or not the website, but like I tried to buy it and it kept saying user error and I kept trying. I thought maybe they were cheap and they didn't take Amex. So then I tried like a MasterCard, you know, because the fees and all that shit. None of it worked. And now I think my identity is stolen and I don't know where my car is. So Kimberly might want to like get her shit together on her body splash. But it's a real thing. I can't believe that you gave your credit card information <laughs> to Kimberly. <laughs> Given her history, oh my uh, god, I'm stupid. Her, her, her history of choices that she's made. Kyle, you're right. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I deserve this. Oh man, are you starting to get interesting Facebook requests from um, people in in Ukraine saying wait, that they're not accountants and wait, you that know, really that's a fake person. That's not a real Nigerian prince. Mm. What? What? Yeah. What? Uh oh. I don't do I don't do IT tech support anymore. So I'm sorry. You're on your own. I'm not helping with this. Oh, but yes, it is. So if anybody gets that body spray, let me know how that fucking shit smells. Because bitch wants to know. I hey, I loved a good sunwrap and raspberry body spray at Bath and Body. Bring that back. What happened to body sprays? Now it's all about perfumes. No, I love a body spray. I actually feel like Jake said he couldn't do it. I actually feel like I could like go out with Kimberly for a night, have some drinks with her and have fun. Then I think that's all I could do because she probably would talk about herself a lot. But I oh, think absolutely. I could handle like two hours. Well, she would show you her Michael Jackson paraphernalia. She would. And she would. Yeah. Yeah. And you might have a chance to meet Jamal, and that's always going to be a plus. Worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Oh, man. Man, man, that man, that man. The mm, the the top-tier dick of 90 Day Fiance multiverse right there, y'all. Jamal. He said, can we not? Can we? <laughs> with regard to meeting Usman, and I think the entire audience fell in love with him immediately. Oh, they're very funny on Pillow Talk. All right. Do you want to start with Kim Bali on this episode of HEA? We already talked about her a little bit, yep. but I would love to. Um, do you think? I mean, come on, Jamal is he? He Jamal's just being nice with the Soldier Boy music, right? It's I mean, bad. I I am not a uh, uh, R and B like I rap like I, uh, I'm not either. 
I like it better. It's just than one of the. You, you know it, why it's cringy? It's like, when was the last time that you tried to play music for anyone that you liked? I feel well, like that's something that's you true. do in high school. That's true. And, it, and yeah, I liked it better. It's never going to work out the way you want. No, yeah. it never oh, works yeah. out oh, when you. Oh God. I remember, I remember from my middle school girlfriend, uh, no, well, eighth grade freshman year girlfriend, and I remember telling her, I really want to play you this song. I think this is so good. And she's like, okay, what is it? And then I played Whitney Houston's Run to You. And she broke up with me the next day because <laughs> I think a part of her knew this wasn't going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Everyone tries to everyone tries to play a song for it's someone true, once and is just absolutely crushed. And she then broke up with me, and I again. just cried to Whitney Houston's "Run to You." So the song then became well, something go. else it for was, me. You know, that's easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Easy. Still my favorite Whitney song. So, um, but I agree. Did do you remember? Do you have a specific song you played that you can remember that did not go? As Darcy said, didn't go. Or Stacy didn't go good. Oh, God. It was probably like when I was 16, and I think I played Tenacious D for someone because I thought it was so funny. And this girl looked at me like. She looked at me like I was basically just. Do you just like Beavis and Butthead? Like, what is wrong with you? You're like. Now, I have to say, I have been to a Tenacious D. I love Tenacious D. So if you play Tenacious D. I saw D, them with, I saw Tenacious D and Weezer. It was amazing. Oh, that, if I, if you played me Tenacious D, I'm telling you this right now. I'll suck your dick. Whoever you are. <laughs> if you play Tenacious D, I will suck your dick. I will bank that information. Thank you. <laughs> so I think she was wrong anyway. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I like it better than Biniums. I mean, I do. Is he talented? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think Jamal is. I think Jamal has spent a lot of his adult life of humoring Cringing. his mother, and I think that's yeah. what kind of, in a way, it's smart of them to include that because it humanizes her. Like I remember my my mother playing like the talking about when she was well i mean the beatles i actually really liked and but she would play like things when i was younger that i'd be like i don't i don't know who the birds are what is this like the monkeys like who are and now like you know you have a a nostalgia for that so but this is a normal thing we do our parents embarrass us and so we all we feel for i mean that seems normal to me what but yeah he's I mean, normal until you realize your mom then wants to get married to someone and then they're going to get a second or third wife. That's going to live in another country, uh, which this episode, it got a little bit confusing because it made it seem like at the end that she was considering moving to Nigeria and just living in another part of Nigeria. And I don't remember them that ever coming up. I don't remember that either. Um, I It felt out of the blue. It's. I did love it, though, when she played the music and he, she's playing the music in the car and Jamal's kind of looking at her and she goes, oh, that's my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. I'm not a potential. I'm a boyfriend. Boyfriend. Girlfriend. I enjoyed that. What, what, how did it make you feel when she said that she has a connection with him like no other man I've ever been with? And this is someone that's been married, who has a child with someone. But this guy, this person, that called you a potential on television for a year he's the one that you have a connection like no other what what does that say about your your dating history it's just it's it's like the it's her love life if it was a movie it would be manchester by the sea it's just sad (laughs) with sad people it's gray skies terrible accents it's just sad and people are going to die. I mean, that, that's how you, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad movie. It's, I, you know, I think this is why I can't go all in and like, I don't really subscribe to the Kimbali hate, like why I actually kind of, and maybe this is like the codependent in me and the code of fixer, but I do, I know what she's getting into, but I do think it's so sad to me of what she is willing. She says, oh, I don't accept this. You better respect me. But she's actually willing to accept so little from this guy and take that as validation of love. And 
I just feel for her. I know that, like, I mean, we see her mom. Her mom now has passed on, but we know, um, we know that she took care of her mom for a long time. Like, I do think, and it's admirable the way, like, it. You can tell the reason why Kimberly and Jamal are really close because say what you want, but it seems like she really showed up for him as a mom and like was a great yeah. mom for him. And so I think she's given a lot of herself to people. So even though I hate it when people say, like she said last episode, when's my time? When am I going to be happy? I, I hate that because I feel like that's you're disregarding other people's feelings, but I understand that kind of impetus of where that comes from for her. And I think probably, yeah, I feel like as I'm talking about, it, I realize. This is why people take advantage of me because I'm a sucker for sad people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I just realized. But I, I yeah, what do you? I think? agree with you. I I agree with you generally. Um, it's I think okay. She's you don't have really, to come at me like Kim th- Kyle. Tell me I'm an idiot. Some, I think she was pretty problematic the first half of last season. Yeah, but. At least I can kind of understand why and her motivations for or or kind of the the internal reasoning why she did those bizarre, creepy things last year. You can at least wrap your head around as opposed to some other people who are just like borderline evil pieces of shit and they have no reason to be other than they're sociopaths. Right. Yeah. And you're you're absolutely right that how absolutely uh, beneath the ocean, the bar is for her. Yeah. Because all this guy, I mean, you've been calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend on TV for a year. And all it takes for her to get retwitterpated with this guy is he kisses her, like at the airport. Yeah. That's the fucking bare minimum. The bare you minimum. Do. The absolute bare minimum. I don't know if I'm going to kiss her. Depends on how many people are around. I mean, God. yeah, it's, it's not good. It's, it's not good when someone who is, I mean, Usman's funny, but I think, I don't know if he's a narcissist, but he's quite self-involved and an opportunist. And it's not a good combination when a self-involved opportunist gets with someone who has no self-worth. And is desperate. It's, it's a de- yeah, it's not a good combo, yeah. which is why I think, I still think this relationship is probably DOA and won't end up coming to, because I think, honestly... Kimberly is going to self-destruct it because she just yeah. that's her pattern. Yeah, she she can't help herself and it's hard for me to imagine her living in Nigeria. She did not she wasn't just straight up disrespectful. One of the nice things you can say about her I think is that I don't think that she's ever been correct me if I'm wrong. I have goldfish brain about reality TV, but Same. I can't remember her being overtly disrespectful of Tanzania or Nigerian culture off the top of my head. Not anything like that. I remember that what we've seen like with Angela or Pete past like BGL people. or yeah, yeah, nothing like, no, I, I don't. And I think it's different for her probably too, just because she, you know, has a son who's mixed race. Like you've got to think differently about life than, uh, yeah. whereas, you know, I think for baby girl, Lisa, that, that was, you know, probably, my very first man of color, you know, and I took that man and I said, look, I'm going to give you that American vulva and you're going to raw dog me with no condom because I'm an American. I need the yammy. Yammy. Give me the yammy. yammy. So this is my question for you. <laughs> We're so stupid. My question for you, did baby girl Lisa call it the yammy or did Usman make up new names for his dick? Does he make up new names for his dick for each girlfriend, which is why he has so many names? God, I can't remember. I can't remember if he called it the Yammy with BGL. We, I don't, I don't he, think, that, I don't think that he did. No, I don't think she would just go. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> she, would, she would try to play the didgeridoo like that lady on UK. I'll need some to puff on Oh God, she's so good. Um, I don't. I'm, I want to know what BGL called Usman's dick. Anyway. It was definitely maybe that's where he got the African ingredient from. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, y'all, it's not that great. I don't think it's that wonderful of a penis. 
I, I know you don't have experience in this. Jake and I have talked about it. I don't think it's like a baby leg the way he describes it. Right. But although, who knows, Deontay from Love, Love, Love After Lockup completely surprised us. <laughs> completely. He, he has a dick pic out? Oh. I didn't know that. I subscribe to his OnlyFans because I do the work, oh. Kyle. I do okay, the yeah. work. No, you're a dedicated fan. I, yeah, I, did unsubscri- I unsubscribed, so it'll go off. I only have like two weeks left. I'm only paying for a month of that. But I was shocked at it was it truly was like whoa where the fuck did that come from i don't think so he said he clearly doesn't know how to use it then probably not i there's again i'm you're just jake can't jake says no there's something about me that thinks he can't because deontay is so fucking funny and he makes me laugh but there's i make bad choices kyle that's what we're saying (laughs) is that between this i make bad choices so, do you DM him on OnlyFans? N- no, I would n- oh. never. Okay, then then your choices. You've made at least one positive choice. I did twice. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know, <laughs> said I love you, and I sent him a picture of my butthole. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 no, I did not. Well, you have to be clean. To. You have to be clean, clean, clean. Yeah, it was. Anyway, y'all don't, it's not good. He put up one video. It's fine. Someone will leak it already. Don't give him money. I just did it because you know I'm going to go to my accountant at the end of the year. And she's like, okay, so you have things for OnlyFans? I'm like, that's a tax write-off, bitch. No, absolutely. It's a business expense. Yes, I had to. Yeah. Poor Kim right now is just screaming. We've got, I'm sorry. (laughs) Please move on. Please move on. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. And for those that haven't, I want to tell you about the incredible results I'm seeing since using my customized Pros products. My hair is particularly much stronger and much shinier. I've gotten a lot of compliments since I started using my Pros uh, shampoo and conditioner about how shiny my hair is. And I just noticed that it kind of runs through my fingers a lot smoother. Uh, I use the shampoo and conditioner. I actually don't use a lot of hair products and I love that I can choose the fragrance. I'm very particular about the fragrance of my shampoo and conditioner and I really love like herbal and botanical scents. And right now I think it's like a eucalyptus lavender. It smells like a steam room and it's wonderful. Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. Uh, the quiz is really fun and easy. I mean, who doesn't like a quiz? And it asks you about your geography, like do you live in a humid climate or a dry climate? What are your eating habits? Um, what's your damage level? Like, Do you color your hair a lot? How often do you exercise? Um, it basically analyzes over 85 personal factors, and then Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature. It lets me tweak my formulas for any reason if I like move to maybe a more humid or a more dry climate, or I decide to start coloring my hair, or if my diet changes significantly. As a carbon-neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon-neutral. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. So what are you waiting for? Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash cray cray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Pros.com slash cray cray. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, and pain. I have been a CBD user for a couple years now because my wife and I are both terrible, terrible sleepers. And the best part about using CBD to help relieve our sleep issues is that you can travel with it. We're on the go. My wife travels a lot for business. We're traveling all over the place, going to see family. And you can bring this stuff on a plane. Our CBD brand is Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. 
It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. We use Feel's new CBD-infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath. In fact, Feel's offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feel's customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray, and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash cray cray. So did, I have never... Um... I, I haven't laughed this hard ever at their segments when he said fertilizer is a sex <laughs> position. I honestly thought in the back of my head, I thought it had to, it had to be something to do with, with, with like cow shit. I had, it didn't occur to me for at least four or five seconds. I thought he must be like shitting on her or something. Stop I really it. didn't think it could possibly be about impregnation because clearly that's off the table. So it, why call it the fertilizer? It's clearly off the table. Yeah. <laughs> It's just now, now 90 Day has gone into scat. They talked about bottoming and topping yeah. on Love and Paradise, and now we've moved on to this. Just the bar is getting lowered. Penetration, penetration, penetration. Yeah. That's I mean, what the show is about. That's, that's what this show is. Y'all, it's, it's really, getting there. Really, when you boil it down, it's really I mean, what it's if about. If you do think about it, this is the most dick talk we've ever heard on 90 Day Fiance. And Quite a lot. Quite a lot. And we've had and we've had Angela for seven years now. Yeah, I mean she's just hinted like this is, n- yeah. When you think about Angela, baby girl Lisa, you think about some of these people that have been on, and no one's ever. Mi- I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're listening to us and they're getting influenced and thinking people want to hear about dick. So maybe this is our fault. Love in Paradise, they were talking about baby arm with Johan. Yeah, that's gay rights. This is gay rights, y'all. This, um, it's important. It isn't. Yeah, yeah, she, she did talk about Johan. That, see, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. She could barely walk. I feel responsible for this somehow. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is this, what is this sister-wife situation going to be? How is this oh, actually going to work? It's going to be beautiful. This is my favorite part of this storyline because she's going, I can't believe that we're actually talking about this with Kimberly. I don't know if we'll ever. So in her, def, I guess, defense, I do feel like she just said at first, well, where's she going to live? And then Usman kind of went into like, oh, you can't control da-da-da-da. I did under, I thought she was just asking. Now, it's not, it's already, she acted like at first. This is what Kimberly does, I think. She's like, oh, I'm the cool girlfriend. I'm so cool. Like, whatever, right. it's fine. And then it starts to happen, and she's like, oh, no, no. And she starts Reality drawing all hits. these boundaries, and Usman is going to fucking freak out at this. So, but do you think it is reasonable that she wants the wife to live in another town? If it's actually going to happen, yeah. and they both live in Nigeria... Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you think. Do you think that this is a real way to support your husband? Or is this a, I absolutely had to do this, so I'm giving in, and here's some stipulations. Because yeah. I think culture, like, because isn't, isn't it, I mean, I, I don't know, but culturally, I guess because this is more expected and accepted in Nigeria that a Nigerian first wife would be not just open to this, but they're doing it to support their husband, right? Mm-hmm. And and so adding all these stipulations and conditions, like I don't think that's probably not that common. You know what I mean? No, no. Well, in their culture, she even admitted she's. Um, she said, "I know you're coming at me, and you want to make all the rules, but you have to remember I'm an American, and we I'm think an about America. I'm American, land of the fucking free." But she, but she said we do things differently, and so that's. I mean, although she, I did read all of the Islamic law. I read the book. 
I don't know what she read, but she said she read it all. So she should know that that this is it. I don't think she I feel like if you're doing this, this is a Nigerian or whatever tradition. This is not something we do. I don't know if you get to make stipulations. And I right. do bring up a good point. Is she going to live there or not? Because if she's not going to live there, she's just coming over to visit here and then. I'm like, well, then no. She. It, why does she need to live in a different city? Maybe if it's like you live there full time, maybe if it's like a town that's 10 minutes away, maybe. But I, to me, I think what I'm more interested in is, what does that give you? If she lives in a different I, right. city, I, what does that give you? It's counterproductive. If you think about how it would actually work if she lived in a different city or shit country, it, it actually doesn't help her at all. No, because she'll see him less. She'll see him far less. He's going to fall more in love with the mother of his children. And she's just going to be someone that gives him money. That's yes. what it's going to end up being. Yes. She doesn't realize that she's actually. Yeah, that's true. Part of the first, part of the privilege of being a first wife is that you get to boss the other fucking woman around. And yes, <laughs> how are you going to do that if you're in a different city? When she said, I am not a sister wife. And I went, oh, shit, Jake's going to go off on that because he loves that fucking show. I don't watch it. But the last season, the, the ending was insanity. That's what everybody said. Um, it's but I don't she's not. If this storyline goes where he ends up convincing her to have some type of friendship or scene, if, if like, if, if two seasons from now and happily ever after, Kimbali is living with a sister wife in Nigeria, or they even have a spinoff now that Chantel and Pedro are done, if they cancel them and we end up having the family Usman, if we end up having that show, I, I will... I, 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 I will, I don't know what I will eat, but I will be shocked. And I think it will be one of the best things on television. It will be the greatest couple on this show it will. since Sumit was married. <laughs> and we found out Sumit was married. And yeah. we found out on, will, yes. on TV. It will be like when we saw Maria. Right. Yes. Right. It would be absolutely yeah. it, outrageous. It would It'll, be, oh. That's what I want. That's what I want. You know that we're gonna see we're gonna see his wedding in Nigeria to this. I, I'm sure she's gonna be like absolutely beautiful. What? Oh, probably wait, we're seeing the wedding of Usman in Nigeria. No, no, no. I'm just I'm speculating oh, oh, what this would be yes. like if this was on a future season. Oh my god! And Kimberly has to go to the wedding. Oh my god! She makes or she- maybe she or she doesn't or she doesn't go. But they show footage at the tell-all with her there. Oh, and she takes Jamal, and Jamal ends up, like, flirting with the wife. I don't know. I'm already making up scenario. <laughs> Put us as producers, Matt Sharp. Kyle and I will fucking make this show. Is the father Usman or Jamal? <laughs> we don't know. They do a DNA test at the tell-all. I whoa. Mean, this is great. Whoa. This is great. Stuff. And my potential grandma, because, whoa. <laughs> whoa, I don't want to be potential Grammy. Oh. That's what I want. All right. That's what Let's move on to talk about... The, we have one scene with Jenny and Submit. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. I think Jake and I were wrong. Last week, we thought it was a dog in the background. Was it an actual rooster crowing when they were fighting? I have hung my entire reputation as a podcaster <laughs> on the fact that it was a chicken. It I'll, had to be a rooster. Okay. It I'll had be- to be. I'll believe you. I've, I've made a new intro song with the rooster <laughs> in the background multiple times. <laughs> we played that sound clip, I think, 35 times on on the podcast after that episode came out. And we called it a rooster. I heard that you speculated it was a dog, and my entire world came crashing down for a couple minutes. I, I I'm feel gonna, if you're so strong about it, I, level of confidence. But man, I really had to start questioning myself. I think we're wrong then, because if you just—I mean, you convinced me. So, I, I, okay, I'm gonna—I'm gonna trust you. It was a—it was a rooster or a chicken or I don't know.
That's a ah! rooster. I don't know why Jake said that. A was, I think that's a rooster. Oh my god! When it still happened, though, I I cried laughing so much. <laughs> like just it was the best thing that happened on HEA oh, ever. I just laid down on my couch and just if somebody didn't if somebody looked in my apartment when they thought I would be sobbing, I was laughing so hard. It was it, it was phenomenal. It was it great. Was phenomenal. Ugh. Well, uh, they're back at the safe house. Um, <laughs> It looks like that. It looks like their safe house is it in a is nice a neighborhood. It's totally a safe house. It it's, totally a hide, it's a hiding house. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been calling it that. I forgot oh. that that was even a joke at this point. That's funny. They rented oh, a second entire apartment so his parents wouldn't kidnap him. Wouldn't kidnap him. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, this show's so stupid. Oh, yes. Yeah, so they're back at the safe house. <laughs> is is Jenny? Is Jenny? Who do you think was more of an asshole after his parents left? Or, or who who is in the wrong? I maybe people aren't going to agree with me, but I think submit. I because I'm just I'm just done with submit and like we look trying to be culturally appropriate. Like we've talked about, we've done some episodes of Indian matchmaking on our show, and we've told people like if you want to kind of understand a little bit more, it's like a slice, but understand a bit more of submit and Indian culture. Like watch that show. It tells you kind of gives you some reference. And so we get, and they talked about it more, how much your parents and duty and all this kind of thing. And sissies have told us, Indian sissies have told us like his mother's being made fun of and all this. But at one, at, at some point it's like. Should have got off the pot. That, it's like, when are you just going to admit your wife yeah. is a chicken? Like, when are you <laughs> going to say she's a chicken? And just... I like, needed you last night! I made you! Man, you and when are you just going to say, I'm married a chicken? Because I feel like... Do I think Jenny overreacted? Yes, it was a little scary the way she, she came at him. I thought she was going to, like, physically assault him. Did um, you know that he was gone for an hour outside? What? See, That the, was why didn't from they, the official... From the official 90 Day Fiance account that sometimes tweets the little behind-the-scenes tidbits. Why didn't they put that in the edit? I feel like they do that on purpose because they just want us to fucking follow everything. I know. I can't believe they didn't have like a, one of those little screens with text that said Submit was outside an for an hour. hour later. One hour, one hour later, dot, dot, dot. So even it does I thought give it was 10 minutes. Little more, yeah, it gives you a little more context. She's sitting there stewing, stewing. for an hour. She has no fucking. Maybe he got kidnapped. Maybe he got. I, even if it was ten minutes, I'm like, it's still too long. You fucking married her. We've been through this. So I'm, I'm team Jenny in this. I'm not team spineless. I was more. I was more team Jenny. Even though you know, the, the more opportunities for Chicken Jenny voice, the better, the as better. far as I'm concerned. Agreed. But in terms of who, I kind of get it, and I, I think that she probably did overreact. Even still, because the the screaming and the yelling, and it's just she's she's a very angry person sometimes, and it doesn't help. I anything. wonder fucking but, why. But he's. What I said, uh, Kim and I disagreed about this. She was more team submit. And my point was, how many times does this pattern have to repeat? Exactly. Where his parents are there and she's just a like a freaking house plant in the corner in the conversation. Yeah. And and it's not like he should have translated uh yeah my mom just said that you're fat and you're a hundred year old oldie and um you should just die and i should just marry someone that's a hundred because fuck it yeah Uh, he should maybe maybe don't do that no but at the same time at least i don't know give her a fucking hug before you go outside and explain like i at least need to try to smooth this over i'll be back in a minute i I don't know anything submit is so now Submit is so completely self-involved. It is so 
Because it's not that he wants to have – I think what – and Jenny knows this, and maybe she just doesn't verbalize it. It's not that he wants to have a relationship with his parents. It's that he wants another person to take care of him because he – I think he – basically, he married an American woman, Jenny, that he loves, and he realizes, oh, wait, she's not going to wipe my ass like my mother did. She's not going to fucking take care of me all the time, make me food. She's not going to do those things. And I just think now Samit is like, oh, fuck. I'm on this television show. I've married this chicken, but I still want my mother to, like, baby me and all that shit. And he wants to I'm not going to wipe your asshole. I'm going to wipe your ass, man. I don't even have hands. I'd scratch it with my claws. That's it. So. I'm not going to milk your prostate anymore. Okay. She does it with her beak. She just hits his hits hits his taint completely with his beak over and over, like one of those, like your the you're like your weather vane in your house, y'all. Just <laughs> we just put a visual into people's minds that is going to linger Again. far past this show. Again, Kim just went fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Kyle. Anyway, sorry. I have to. I guess I have to pass this to her for editing. I mean, she's <laughs> she's not that sick. She can do it. <clears throat> I just at this point they need to move to the U.S. Like if if Jenny wants to be happy, they've got to move back to Palm Springs or wherever. Are they going to sleep on her daughter's couch? Exactly. I'm kind of here for that. I'm kind of see. This is the thing is submit is so, and I say this with not malice. But just honesty. Submit is a worthless person that takes up <laughs> oxygen on the planet. I really feel right. like, like, what does Submit give to the world? Nothing. Like, Chicken Jenny gives us the Comedy. Voice. Yeah. He was Michael Jones. That's kind of it. Jenny gave us the voice. She gave us this badass daughter that we love. Like, Jenny has given us some things, you know? Um, the best thing that Submit ever did was make the Michael Jones profile. Yes. That was, that was the best thing. So it's now, but... Can you imagine what it would be like for Submit to acclimate to fucking Palm Springs? Like, he wouldn't know what to do. And to see just her daughters kind of troll him and punk him repeatedly, I'm, I would be 100% here for that. See, we know the direction of this show should go. Matt Sharp, call, call us. Yeah. He won't. I, th- I, think, I think, you know, it's a dry heat. In Palm Springs? Yeah. Might be okay. It's not human. India's very humid. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't... uh, Palm Springs is is a wild place. Uh, I love it there. I've spent a lot of time in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what the fuck he would do there. No idea. Um, No idea. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... He would be be an entertaining, like... He would be an entertaining blackjack dealer. They have a lot of casinos yeah. there. Yeah, he could work out in Indio. Yeah, yeah, they've got Absolutely. all that there. Yeah, that's what he could do. I think. Yeah, that's what. Didn't Jenny do like hotel cleaning or something like that? I think so. She probably knows people. She had six thousand dollars to her name when she moved to India. So that I forgot about that. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. There have been many times where I've caught myself focusing on problems instead of solutions. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with challenges in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions to those problems, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small. My wife is the one that initially inspired me to try therapy a couple years ago, and it was effective faster than I expected it to be. I found results pretty quickly regarding stress levels and confidence and just identifying what my triggers and stressors were in my life. 
what can someone get from trying therapy? Well, some examples are just unloading your stress, creating an environment for you to do emotional healing and helping with anxiety and depression. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime you want with no awkwardness. If you want to try to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-R help H-E-L-P dot com slash cray cray betterhelp.com slash cray cray. My wife and I love the wines that we get from First Leaf so much because they were so spot on. If you like to unwind to our podcast with a nice glass of wine, First Leaf makes it simple to discover the new wines that you're going to start loving. They learn your taste, then deliver quality wines right to your door. Forget driving to the wine shop and talking to some rando who's not going to understand your taste preferences. Forget shopping based on just the label alone, like my wife sometimes. And forget overspending on bottles you don't even like in the first place. With First Leaf, you rate each wine you receive with a simple thumbs up or thumbs down. Then their experts will send you personalized selections with new and exciting bottles in every box. In fact, First Leaf can recommend wines you'll love with 96% accuracy. As your tastes evolve, so will the wines you receive. And if you're not completely satisfied with a bottle, First Leaf will credit you for another. That is wine made simple. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash craycray. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F. Tryfirstleaf.com slash craycray to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash craycray. I just think people should shut the fuck up about other people's parenting. That's my take on that. I still judge people that put their kids on YouTube. <laughs> That's where I draw. <laughs> Fucking Andre and Libby. That's, That's where okay. I draw the line. That's okay. That's where I draw you the line. You can do that. You can do that. I agree with that. You know what? That's fair. You can judge Andre and Libby, which we didn't get to see this episode. I was excited to talk about them with you and then... I, I've enjoyed them so far this season. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. It's... A, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Charlie has drinking problems. <laughs> That's so good. We're putting singing studio across the hole. I called him the Phantom. Of, I called him the Phantom of Tampa because he just wants <laughs> sing, sing my lib, sing for me, <laughs> sing nursery right now. Oh, it's so again. Sing Mary Cat Little Lamb or I lock you in closets. <laughs> I put you in safe house. <laughs> oh, you just took me out. Oh, it, did you? I mean, talk about a storyline. I that's where they were the family I was the least interested to see. And now I'm so excited because this fam- this has gone in a completely different line di- di- with the whole butthole brigade on br- online with like agreeing with him and the singing thing. I just never thought I would see this from this family. I'm all for it. Andre seems like one of the most reasonable people in the room, and it's, it's baffling. I I would. I, I know they won't come, but we're going to Tampa in like two weeks. And I'm like, oh, I just want to see Andre in person and see his ass in person. Please come to our show. But they won't because they don't probably even as most people, when I've ever met anybody from 90 Day Fiance, I'll say, oh, yeah, Matt, you know, with reality gates. And they go, what? Huh? They have no idea. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Anyway, have you heard the new spinoff rumor? Uh, maybe there apparently is a 90 day like indian matchmaking show in the works wow like that's what we're so for arranged marriages but we don't know but it's it's going to be focused in india apparently but is it like americans getting arranged marriages with indian people where did i even hear this i heard this where 
where did I fucking hear this? I probably shouldn't even say this because now it's going to blow up and people are going to say, I don't even remember. <laughs> I heard about it. On that. That's where I'm going to use goldfish break because I have that. And Jake would break right now would say, don't say that. You don't know where that came from. And I don't know where that came from. Who, where did I read it or hear? But that there is the, that they're doing, I feel like I read it on something. It, it was like dropped accidentally. Fuck, who was it? It's with this whole, you know, because now that Discovery brought Warner Brothers, they're kind of rebranding, and now okay. they're literally calling right. it the 90-day universe. So we have job security forever. Yeah. Um, and so, Well, anyway. I'm not upset about them trying new stuff. Because uh, most of the time, the at UK? least the first... But most of the time, the new spinoffs are great. That they do are really entertaining. I love it's the just single a breath life. of fresh air. I yeah, love life. the single life. It's one of my favorite spinoffs of Ninety Day Fiance. Single Life is very difficult for me to watch, and not because I think it's bad, but because the cringe factor. Oh, is, that's why. Oh, it's oh my god! It's there's something about before the ninety days, the other way, ninety day, where I never have that. I never have that cringe factor. It's just I, it makes me laugh. But I guess there's something about dating. It's it, where it's it. Yep, that's oh why I love man. it because when we date, brutal. Especially in the beginning of dating. Natalie. No, oh, watching Natalie oh, go on she's dates. She's crazy. I have, to pa- I have to pause and walk around my house and like yeah. shake it out. It's because we all know that when we start dating, we're either – like I feel like when you're dating, you're depending on where you are in your life, you're either your best or your worst self. You, we do. Yeah. Not. And so that's what they're capturing is people like, y'all – Tiffany is gonna we know that she's with Ronald again now, but whatever. But Tiffany is gonna be fucking terrible dating. She's gonna be probably such just horrible. And like Tanya, it's it's oh it I just I love it. I love it. I love it. Sorry, I could talk about Caribbean love. Oh, it's so good. Been very happy about overall. So good. It's and so good. now UK, I think, is the best of all three. Yeah. So it makes sense, though, that Indian matchmaking did so well. They're going to do a 90-day. Like, I think they're going to do this Indian, like an Indian matchmaking type of thing. And then they're probably, this is totally just my my uh, 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 speculation. Should, shouldn't they make like, hey, we're going to do 90-day fiancé is blind. And they just combine love is blind. <laughs> and people agree to come over for 90 days to someone they've never seen. There you go, Matt Sharp. They just completely forge all of the documents <laughs> all, for immigration. Forge all the trying to get the Yep. It's part of the. And they just, then they put them in, like the people probably from other countries think they're getting kidnapped because they've just been in like a, a cargo thing for about 90, like 20, a month just being shipped over. And then they open it up and they go, surprise, here's your new fiance. Or they, they think that they've won a prize. Yeah. And they get a visa. And they don't know what K1 is. They, they don't, don't know. know. What the f- like, they just, okay, I'm just here on vacation. Just and surprise, like their, their, their fiance shows up at the airport. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. I'm telling you. They have to quickly they have to quickly delete Tinder for yes. uh, Michigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, y'all. It's a long show. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I hope Jake and, I hope they don't listen to this. Jake's gonna go say, You just kept talking about stupid shit. And Kim's gonna be like, Kyle, we're gonna have to give you bullet points next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Let's finish up with Bilal. Uh, um, do we? The worst part about this is that this is what he does. He makes her feel like she has to apologize yep. to him for what I I maintain still. I want to hear your thoughts. I feel like her behavior was perfectly reasonable, and I don't think I was completely team Shida on that fight with his ex. I think her behavior was reasonable and respectful, actually. Um, I think, again, like, holding people accountable for the consequences of their actions is not a bad thing. You can do that with kindness. And I actually thought she did that with kindness and vulnerability. I think so, too. And Shahida She didn't just scream. Her. She didn't nope. yell. She didn't threaten. Shahida's the one that got in her face, that got physical, and... Um, Again, I don't know what type of agreement she has, but some, if this is 100% because I, I know we know Bilal. This is all just about money. 
this is 100% about money. He, it's not about even the relationship with his children. He, Shahida, either something in their agreement or whatever, she either could get more money for him or he's worried about her coming after him for more alimony or suing him. This is 100%. That, that's all he fucking cares about is the bottom line. And so there's that. And I want to say, I've been starting to say this on the show because I feel like people, we talk about physical abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse. But I think I want to remind people, neglect is abuse. And actually, they talk about like that people like parents that neglect children and things like that is actually some of the worst forms of abuse you can actually do to someone. And this idea of I get mad at you and I'm a 40 something year old adult and I get mad at you and I'm not going to talk to you for three days or whatever. Like we knew after the tell all, I bet you after the tell all, he didn't speak to her for a week. I absolutely agree. And that is abusive behavior. But again, he's a sociopath. Like he is certifiably a monster and a horrible, damaged person that she does not need to be with. It's so funny how much I abhor him and I absolutely love Shida. He's treating her like a, a, a child. Yeah. Saying, you disappointed me. I expect the best from you. Like he's like Shida's the captain of the football team. He says that you came with her with the pass yeah. or something. He I, said he you just, came at her with force. No, she what? did not. No, she like, did. Your ex-wife what? came at her with force. How the fuck do you define force then? Yeah. Because why is – and I think that – I think that the debate that is more maybe gray is is how Shahida behaved before, not not at this dinner, because from my perspective, she came in waiting to be offended, mm-hmm. and then she literally physically threatened her yeah. at this coffee house. That yeah. so to me, there's no ambiguity there. But the previous, you know, when I I was a little bit more like hmm when. Shida said that you were furious when she came to the house and didn't let her talk. I rewatched that scene again and I didn't really get that sense, but you 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 could make an argument that she was like smoldering and she was automatically angry. I think I agree with that, but I don't think that she came in like furious. No. And at the at at the original meeting at the house, but my point is at at just calling people out and trying to and, and demanding that there be a boundary and trying to avoid toxic relationships isn't coming in with force. No. And it isn't and it isn't uh disrespecting someone to ask them to not behave a certain way around you. This is like the fact that Bilal sees that as coming in with force i think that really goes to show how much toxicity he expects shida to tolerate from yeah, him exactly for sure and and remember she didn't she didn't come in her like angry she did come in shahida did come in hot when she came to shida and spoke to her about the prenup but also think about and we didn't even see everything but think about, remember how Shahida behaved whenever she met Shida for the first time at the mosque and completely, again, ignored her and acted like right. she wasn't even... And granted, Bilal gaslit her literally before we got there to make her feel like shit anyway, so she already is feeling shitty. But then that's why everyone around in Bilal's life, his ex-wife, his mom, his sister, they're all fucking toxic and when I say toxic, I don't want to throw that word around because I think a lot of people use it and not know. I mean toxic mean that they their, their abusive way of gaslighting and making people feel like they are small is toxic and that it seeps into the the psyche of one's own being and then they begin to believe it. And that's what even Jake brought up and other people came at us too and, and that like sh- – Shida looked terrible at the tell-all. Like, she looked so sad. She looked. She didn't look right. anything like the person that we saw when she first got here. It's just because really she's, sad. Because she's now been, she's been made to believe. And uh, keep in mind, the tell-all was filmed after this scene at it the was. coffee shop. Yeah, it was. So since then, it's pretty clear that she's been made to believe that 
you're not taking responsibility for yourself. And you're pointing fingers at everyone else except yourself. And she's really been made to believe that she is wrong. Yes. And I, yes. The best case scenario, if if Shida wants to stay in the U.S., I don't know if she wants to or not. But if she begins to like the best case scenario is, is that they can be married for two years. He can fucking kick the can down the road of kids forever. And ever, and, and like I hope she for her, since she's a religious woman, I hope Shida remembers that God's rejection is your protection and that hopefully maybe she's being protected in some way. So then two years from now, they don't have a kid together and she can just drop his ass and just be gone and live her life with someone who actually treats her the way she should be treated. That would be my hope. I, I have a hard time believing that people in Trinidad and Tobago expect you to just shut the fuck up and yeah. never speak up for yourself. Yes. I don't. It's it's not. The people like, that, this, we know, this, that you and I know from Trinidad and Tobago do not just sit there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they do not. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I've talked, if I've spoken to someone from Trinidad in like our Facebook group, but we definitely have a lot of Caribbean folks mm-hmm. and, you know, our, one of our best, most longtime listeners is, is Andrea Simpson from Barbados. And I just can't imagine them taking anyone seriously who no. basically says, yeah, let this other person completely walk all over you. Yeah. And uh, it's up to you to essentially keep your fucking mouth shut. And yeah. you can't t- you can't let people dictate your behavior. Okay. 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 God wow. willing. Like what? What? It's it is. Yeah. That is, I think, what trigger as someone and you're not gay yet. Poodle and I have tried, y'all. We have tried. Again, I shaved my asshole for this. I thought I was going to get Kaljiami, but I guess not. So, but I, I really, it, it's that this is still that he thinks that um, it's it's an archaic way of thinking in the U.S. too. Really, the way right, and it still happens. But it, yeah, I just don't. So keep sweet, pray, and obey is what he's telling her. Yeah, and it is not um, – I even being from Oklahoma where it's just a very – and I think that's why I get triggered by this, and maybe you do too. But like what I was going to say is that uh, people being oppressed by religion is probably one of the biggest triggers for me just because I was oppressed by religion. Um, I, like I say often on the show, I, I actually was made fun of less for being gay which is saying something because i'm a faggoty fag 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 i'm so was such gay as a little kid i mean but i was made fun of less for that than i was for being catholic in a very baptist central church across area in oklahoma and i'm i'm really grateful that happened to me now because i see i know what it's like to feel um othered and because you're religious police and then being gay on top of that and Catholic or whatever, I just felt like I, you know, I remember going to mass and looking at, trying to look up Jesus's loincloth to look at his dick in mass. And my mother saying, what are you doing, Matthew? And I said, oh, nothing, just looking at Jesus, mom. She's like, that's so sweet. And I'm literally thinking about Jesus's dick. So I'm not trying to be funny. That literally was my, but I, and also thinking I'm going to go to hell for doing this. And so that Bilal is using that same type of, again toxic ideology to oppress his wife is just makes me sick watching it and the 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 worst part about it is it's not gonna work no it's it's not gonna it's not gonna make anyone resolve the problem no because he so clearly cares more about perception yep and even if it's complete strangers He's more concerned about what a complete stranger in a coffee shop thinks of him than his wife's feelings. Yep. And it seems like... And that's a narcissist. That is a, that is a telltale sign. If you are with someone that is yeah. more concerned with strangers' feelings, y'all, look at your relationship because that's one sign of someone who's a narcissist. I am thinking more about your tinfoil theory about how money could play into this. I think it's all about money. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's an interesting, there is, an interesting point. Y'all, if you know the T of like the, I'm normally not like this, 
because I don't like to dig into people's private lives and things like that. But ooh, I fucking want to see that divorce settle- settlement. Of we need Shahida's Shahida. divorce attorney. Yeah, honestly, I w- and the reason why I don't mind coming and asking for that information because they're both fucking monsters. So let's fucking <laughs> bring that shit to light and let Sh- Shida go fucking free. Ugh. Sorry. Making her convinced that she is the one that needs to apologize to Shahida and to him. Yes. Is, it's really said, hard. Ugh. It's hard to watch. When she said that line, but I don't feel like I did anything wrong. Oh, it reminded me when I was in eighth grade and I got sent to the principal's office because I had Bill George as a teacher and he was so shitty. I was in the class with all the girls because they all the guys were in gym class, but I had but I was in choir, which was the same time as gym. And of course they thought, well, we'll put that anyway. So I was in a science <laughs> class and I got in the science class with Bill George, who just loves girls. And I was the one boy and he completely bullied me the entire year. And I once wrote a note. That I I bet to my friend Lene, I bet his class sucks. And he saw me pass the note in the hall and took it and tried to get me expelled from school just from saying that I said his class sucks. And I remember then, it's a, this makes no sense, and Jake would scream at me right now because it's Oklahoma story. But anyway, I went into Mr. Clardy's office principal, and he said, do you understand the gravity of what you did, young man? And I said, and Bill George is yelling at me like in my face, and I said... Did you say no? <laughs> I said, no, I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah. And they he tried to get me expelled until my mother went up the, the next day in her fucking Liz Claiborne suit and told Bill George the only thing that she wished I would have done is I should have said his class was not a good class instead of use the word sucks. And so nothing happened to me. But I feel like I need to put on my Liz Claiborne suit and go say fucking Shida and get her out of this situation because no one is... This who is standing up for Shida? Who is being the voice for her? And I think it's such a great example that some of these people move to this country and they have no one. And this is how Americans take advantage of people that come that immigrate over here because we know we can because they're isolated because they can because they can. And I don't I can't recall any one person on last season or so far this season that was a friend of Shida that lived in the United States None. or even, even someone to talk to do you, even do you the lawyer. Do that, I don't know. Even the lawyer that she spoke to was from Trinidad, I believe. Yeah. And the, I think that there's a community for her. If only she was allowed to leave the house. I, I have I, no I, idea. I if she's, guarantee she, you Bilal she, doesn't like for her to do things with other people. Guarantee you, 100%. I'm sure. I, I don't think that she can drive yet, at no. least at this point in the show. So she's just sitting around cleaning, making sure there's no water on the but floor. it's Kansas City. Like, they can get an Uber or a Lyft. But I bet he probably says, well, I don't want you to be in a car with a man. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, sure. there's all, again... There's all these rules in religion that men have used to oppress women, and he uses them. And, you know, she, I'm sure, self-represses, too. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yay! Well, on that note, <laughs> we've covered HGA episode three. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to talk about Angela or Big Ed? It might be less depressing than this shit. No, I we don't, we I don't. didn't but, but I didn't very take dark, notes. I didn't watch Ed at all because I just can't. I, oh, I fast forwarded through it all. I suffered through Angela just to just in case we talked about it, and the yoga scene was incredibly infuriating. And that's a great. It is a great microcosm of of just American behavior generally, isn't it? Just it felt like it felt like we were actually kind of seeing Angela walk around. Just the streets in Europe, kind of. That that's the vibe yeah. I got. Is yeah. her in yoga class? Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't rip a huge fart right in front of. I thought face. that would happen too. Yeah. 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 I get that. But yeah, it's anyway. Oh, oh, please, please. Five years from now, we see Shida on the Single Life. Please let me see that. That would be fascinating. That would to be see. fascinating. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I really appreciate you coming and filling in for Kim. Hey, I I'm, hope Kim is sick I, again. I'm sorry because I had fun. <laughs> She's not going to like that, but I had fun. We recorded for about an hour and a half. And if you are getting a podcast that's 30 minutes long, it's Kim's fault. 
It's Kim's fault. She edited it all. Well, thank you for Go over to listen to Reality Gaze if you want the extended version of this podcast and so much more, including when we talk about 90 Day UK. Go to realitycraycray.com and sign up for five bucks. Thank you to our sponsors, um, if they're still sponsors after they listen to this. (laughs) And thank you again so much for coming on and helping out. You're welcome, Sugar. Sugar.